We are back here at MJ BizCon 2022 with my friends Simone and Javier. <laughs> Our producer is just so much fun sometimes. Anyway, so yeah, it's we're, we're in day. What is it? Tuesday, Wednesday? Is it Thursday? It's Thursday. My God, but nobody feels, knows. It's feels, it's yeah, it's weird, right? It's like a lifetime here. It's just it's just amazing, you know. So we've been here since Tuesday morning, and now we've it's Thursday morning. So much stuff is happening. <laughs> not just in the American cannabis market, but we've got two really cool individuals here to give us an update about what the progress and status is of cannabis and in Latin America and Argentina and Chile. Want to introduce you? What, what's that noise there? We don't know. There's so someone many else. things going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. someone else. The others. Something There's another really loud. There's another podcast over there. Yeah. We'll survive. What, what is that? The other podcast. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm here with my friends uh, Javier and Simone from Argentina and Chile. How, how's your MJ BizCon been so far? Dude, I'm overwhelmed. I'm honestly <laughs> overwhelmed. It's like I'm going to say too much. I'm going to go with too much. No, but um, I, I, it's my first time here. I've been in this same venue for Champ Straight Show, which is uh, like a totally different story. But this is amazing. It's, it's nice to be here. It's nice to be part of this story. And... Uh, to see how you uh, guys build such an industry around our beloved plant. You know, it's amazing. I just realized that 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 echo is us. Really? You see that us? Noise? Yes. Yeah. I, I was so we are the others. Yes. We're, that's amazing. We're, that, we're the, that's the plot so twist. It's so loud. It's just hard to understand. <laughs> the plot twist right there. It's, just, it's hard to understand. We'll, we'll turn that down because it's a little confusing for us over here. All right. So <laughs> anyways, you know, people don't understand. This is a, a commodity that's an international plant. It's around the world. And there's a lot to yeah. talk about because let me tell you, you guys don't know me that well. I don't know you that well. I've heard of you. You've heard of me. You've heard of me. Oh, that we've heard I, of each other. I've written about you quite a bit over the last 10 years. Yeah, but Javier knows this, everyone. That's, that's <laughs> an I, I special thing. That. Javier doesn't count for this kind of a connect, networking thing. But one of the things I realized, I got in the industry 10 years ago, is there's a beautiful culture around cannabis. Yeah, we all talk about it in America, but whoa, hang on a second. There's a unique culture around cannabis in Spain, in Chile, in the mountains of Oaxaca, in, in, in Argentina, and around the world there's all these little niches and patches of what's been happening in cannabis and they've been dealing with prohibition and their drug war it's not all about the united states it kind of is <laughs> it kind of is no you're if, right if you ask if you ask me yes. if you ask anyone yeah, we did it knowledgeable yes uh, yeah, yeah, got they, it. they will they will tell you prohibition emanated from the united states I agree started with that, in yeah. the 30s picked up in the 70s the war on drugs Esslinger. Oh, you're making me feel you know, bad about being an American. Reefer madness. <laughs> I, the, the window, you know, to punch yeah, up in America is closing up real fast. Uh, so I'm going to take advantage. Nixon but. got us all in trouble. Uh, don't, yeah. make, don't make me say make America <laughs> great again. Yeah, yeah exactly. But just, it happened. It's uh, already done. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I, my apologies on behalf of my country. We fucked up the rest of the world. <laughs> and regarding the drug war. <laughs> it's boy. all good. You also, you also gave <laughs> us, yeah. like, Nirvana. That's true. Um, like, I don't know, Apple. Beach Boys. <laughs> Beach all the boys. good stuff. The Beatles, Yosemite. the Beatles, Queen, U2. Oh, wait, no, wait. No, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> We're Americans. We just take credit for shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's English. It. Yeah, so you invented let, it. <laughs> let's talk a little about who you guys are and what you do in the cannabis space. Uh, Simone, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. So uh, thank you so much for the invitation. It's an honor to be here with my really good friend, Javier. We're cousins in the industry, in a way. Uh, so... Yeah, um, I'm Simon Espinosa. I'm uh, the founder of uh, cannabis uh, media called Envola. 
and Bola is um, it's built around a community. That's our main uh, our main source, if you will, or our origins comes from a community. So it's it's a very strong, solid, and, and growing community uh, uh, that has allowed us to build a media around it, and also that company uh, later on integrated several uh, business units like uh, distribution and e-commerce. So we started. Uh, becoming a platform for brands that want to engage with the Latin American cannabis community uh, like uh, a resource for, for that people that uh, offers not only eyeballs but also an integrated supply chain. And Envela is based, was originally started in... Uh, Santiago de Chile. And started in Chile. Yeah. Now we're, we're expanding. We, are, we opened Peru recently and, and Spain. Right. And uh, we're now targeting the... Uh, U.S. Uh, uh, Spanish-speaking cannabis community in Florida, California, and New York. So Hopefully, you, we'll see you, what happens. Though, are you? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Do you want some water? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. are you bringing brands? I'm up? gonna need that too. Are what? you bringing brands up to the United States that originate from Chile, yes. and Peru, and Spain? It works. It, it works both, both ways. ways. Yeah. So, so, so we offer like North American brands and European brands. A safe passage and a good passage to the Latin American cannabis industry, but we also offer our entrepreneurs and brands that are locally originated a passage uh, to the uh, North American market, which is, you know, the biggest price of right. it all. Yeah. Right. Now, how is it? Because I haven't been uh, to Argentina. I have never been to Argentina or Chile. My apologies. You should. No worries. I, I, you should go I, though. Yeah. You're I, welcome. Anytime. Am, I, am I coming? Okay. Yeah. I'm coming down there. Next year, we have some cool now, stuff. Chile, I mean, it's an amazing country. It's, it's a, you know, legendary uh, for a lot of reasons. But uh, is there, like, the, are people obsessed with California weed down there like they are in Spain? Because you know how when you're in yeah. Spain, everybody's like, oh, it's California weed in the, yeah. in the clubs and somebody wants it. Is it California weed a buzz down there, too? I think Californian weed is is famous all over the world. So a brand, so, a California branch, should reach out to you as quickly as possible to develop their Latin American relationships, period, get it done. <laughs> I hope, yeah. We're already working with many brands in, in the U.S., uh, all the major brands, like like for, for our ancillary, you know, side of the business. Right. Like Magical Butter, Boveda, Peacemaker, like uh, Grab Labs or uh, Da Vinci Vaporizers. Well, you name it. Yeah. Uh, we work with all of them. We offer them this platform, this resource. Uh, but we're also always looking for new alliances. And there's like so much to do still, and so many things that are, uh, you know, are yet to be said. Like we don't know how it's, this is going to unfold. Still, there's yeah. so many pieces that are not in place. So I think strong alliances are key to overcome the, that that difficult, like all, all that complexity. Right, so, so you're this is here part of what we're doing. Cruising around, MJ BizCon, meeting the, the, the existing cannabis industry, developing those relationships. To be honest, I've been mostly outside smoking weed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, but there's a lot of good networking out there. <laughs> I, you know, I think MJ BizCon picked that up from Spanibus. They now have that patio out there. Oh, there you go. And yeah. That was a great call. You guys have been to Spanibus a few times, probably. Yeah, I go there every year. Right. Yeah. That's it's it's amazing. So greetings to all the the, the community from Spanavis, all the the European cannabis community. It's such a great experience every time. They got it all. They, they got a good show going. And with ICBC, the day before, there's like this business suit, 500, 1,000 people, mm -hmm. individuals yeah. like yourself wearing a suit. And then the next day. Yeah, I don't do suits though. No, no, no. I've never. But the next day. The next day. <laughs> no, I, I've been a speaker in ICBC like yes. a, a couple of times. Uh, so, but yeah, it's an amazing show. Yeah, it and works then very the, well. Then the, the community. The best thing I have seen in the cannabis industry, and I like moments that give me that shock and awe, 
was when there was a battle, like a freestyle battle of the rappers, you know? They it's do that in everyone, yeah. And, and, it's and, huge. And there was a Mexican rapper grower versus a Spanish rapper grower the in the finals backyard last year. Yeah. For Johnny Bagger battle, yeah. And they went it's back and forth. Thing. And I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. So you know, here's a non-cannabis related thing. But, you yeah. know, in, in Latin America, one thing that has been happening over the last few years is that freestyle battles uh, for rap, right, became huge. Uh, so every week uh, in every one of these Latin American countries and Spain, freestyle battles uh, fill stadiums with 60,000 people in each country, right? And they have these, these leagues. They all like, come. It's, it's insane. Like 30 minutes uh, for each battle. And it's like a league, they get like words every 10 seconds and every five seconds and concepts, yes. like characters, different things. They battle and then the best of each country battle, you know, internationally to decide who's the best of the world. And and the level, like it's a professional league. They get a salary. It's, it's like mind blowing. You, what I, those I guys do, it's amazing. It's like poetry in like, in like when you like upspeed the, the uh, WhatsApp, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, Should it's we crazy. do some bars? What's all cannabis legalization? Let me tell you about the Washingtons that could fund dedication. We could create a lot of wealth for every state in our great nation, a multiple billion dollar basis of new taxation. There you go. <laughs> Wait, I got that on camera. <laughs> no, let, let, let's, hey, well, you know what? I'm actually, I wrote that on my list to Google to do more investigation because I want to learn more about the subject you just talking about. You got me to write something down. But, so we'll leave that alone because we're trying to focus on cannabis. But we are <laughs> on the same page with this stuff. I, yeah. I'm so excited for Spanabas. You'll be there in, uh, next year, right? Yes, yeah, sir. for sure. Every yeah. year. Are you coming this year? Come on. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah this time. All right. So uh, we talked a little bit about who, how, who you are, and now we got into Javier. Javier, tell the world a little bit about yourself and what your focus is. Don't get jealous. <laughs> uh, I'll make it quick. Um, so my name is Javier <laughs> don't, Cassie. Don't I'm from Argentina. Uh, I've been working in cannabis finance and media since 2013. Uh, I'm currently the managing director for Benzinga Cannabis. Benzinga is a financial news, technology, and events company based out of Detroit. Uh, we, we built a very big uh, cannabis department. We currently have more than 50 people in the company working on cannabis-related initiatives. Uh, I'm a senior columnist on Forbes, uh, focused on cannabis and psychedelics as well. Uh, wrote a book for entrepreneur uh, called Start Your Own Cannabis Business. And uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder of El Planteo which is the, the most read uh, cannabis media outlet in all of the Spanish-speaking world. Uh, and, you know, right here we have the, the most viewed uh, yeah. video you platform didn't just in establish Latin America. As you were saying that, I'm like, uh, Your Honor, because <laughs> uh, I used to be a prosecutor, I was thinking to myself, Your Honor, I, I moved to uh, have the witness declared a subject matter expert in Latin American cannabis. I mean, you just, like, drop this resume that's like, this is the guy to go to exactly for like the licensing applications understanding what's happening everything know, you, yeah give me a call but do you do consulting on the side to hell no no, no it's a no yes you do interest. you just no. don't charge they, they, oh, I just don't charge. Yeah. yeah 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 but <laughs> he does he, i've seen it like i've seen this many times okay because yeah. i was about to say damn you We're, and your yeah, integrity damn yeah. my <laughs> bank account too no that's <laughs> no but but you have integrity you have the spirit of the cannabis industry within you which is to share information and to teach and stuff. But the, quite frankly, there's a lot of business people that are part of Mita, and they're thinking to themselves, I want to tap that guy's brain so I can figure out what's next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so please me up. Please, yeah, so, yeah. So just just don't pay him. <laughs> just kidding. <Yeah. laughs> that's a trick. Yeah. Take him to dinner. You know, that, that's my story. I get a lot of free dinners because everybody else. So, but, yeah. I, I, do, I do get my first share of free weed, free drinks, free dinners, for yes. sure. 
Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's the funniest thing. I haven't had to pay for a meal in like 10 years. You, know, cause you haven't had to or you didn't want to? No, I haven't. Except for <laughs> that's I have to a buy, whole different story. I have, I have to buy the Mita team food all the time. The yeah, producer is saying he, he doesn't. Yeah, I got to buy all them food. Yeah, she's, she's eating right now. That's I paid for that pizza. All right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> So then let me have it. So I'll take a good pizza. You know, I mean, look at, at this point. I mean, just that resume, the way that you, I just love that. It inspired me. It reminded me of my days of prosecuting when I was trying to get people to, to establish as subject matter experts. You know, clearly he knows what he's talking about. So what, what is, you know, people are thinking to themselves. I don't know what to make of the fact that one day, this product is going to be international and commoditized. And I hear Colombia's, yeah, Costa Rica. You know, I understand that things are going to change. What? Where, where does somebody begin to understand the dynamics of the transition that we're going to go through? And where do you think? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's all speculation. More or less. I mean, so we we, we have kind of a roadmap of, of what's going to happen uh, because some countries in Latin America have already moved uh, right uh, with legalization. First thing I would well, say, you know, we, we well, why do, was yeah. the first? First, by the first way. to to, to yeah. legalize for adult use. But the first thing well, I would say is what year was that? 2016, right? 14. 14. Yeah. 2013, I would say, actually. It's been 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. I met those guys at ICBC. Okay, so Uruguay um, legalized in 2000. That might be wrong. Please let's check the data. <laughs> but, yeah. but 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 yeah, somewhere around there. Let's Google it. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 Uruguay came first. Mm -hmm. So th what I was going to say is like the th first thing people should understand, right? Like people in America especially is weed is a global thing, right? You know, it's it's many times people are like, what's going on with weed in, in the rest of the world? It's like, well, people love it. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's what's um, happening. <laughs> so Uruguay went adult use, but it's a three million people country. It's not particularly, you know, the system was not thought out to... Uh, create a commercial opportunity at first. They just legalized uh, for people to stop going to jail for, for weed, right? Right. Colombia uh, went for the medical path in 2017, and they did like they, they did focus a lot more on 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 creating an industry. Uh, over the the following two or three years, about 800 million dollars in in foreign capital got invested into the Colombian cannabis. And a shit ton of licenses too. Mm -hmm. They licensed like so many. They gave away so many licenses that allowed a lot of like north american companies to you know expand towards that goal yeah excuse my cynicism but it seems like and i've dealt with a lot of canadian publicly traded companies across the united states it seems like a lot of them were like trying to make it look like they had some sort of like potential uh gold mine in colombia yeah. investing a little bit of money in a license to try to get a bump in their yeah, stock yeah they did that yeah so there, there were two situations yeah some companies just uh wanted to do it as a gimmick right like hey we're in colombia and then there were other companies who took it very seriously and invested over a hundred million dollars each right there's there's uh abicana pharmaciello clever leaves um one world products by Isaiah thomas flora um flora growth right there's um chiron life sciences uh, you know these are like most of them are, are are funded by canadians and they take it very seriously. The thing is, um, the expectation was that Colombia would become an export market and regulations are not quite there yet. Right. Even though Colombia now moved toward uh, like better regulations, the rest of the world is just not ready because there's, there, there's no framework to export cannabis, right? And there's no real demand for legal cannabis exports to 
the scale that they would need to cover for those investments. But and that happens in every in, yeah. in every level, right? That's like that interruption. It also happens to like the multi-state operators in the US. It happens to any kind of supplier that wants to go across like a local border or international borders. They're gonna always face this kind of a, this lack of framework as you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what's happening also down there, of course, big so, time. So Colombia. Argentina has like a good case of that for what happened in Jujuy. I yeah. think it's very interesting to, to What's showcase. In, in, in that's, a, so that's a beautiful yeah. story. So in Argentina, you know, they, they, they moved to legalize medical as well. Yes. And at first, the first thing they did was, okay, let's take care of patients. First thing they did was like regulate home growing mm -hmm. and a caregiver model. And then they went, okay, we need uh, also uh, industrial scale production to provide the people who can't grow their own. Uh, but we want the government to be involved in some way, shape or form, so that they're not you know, price gouging, so that we can ensure supply. And there was one province, the equivalent of a, of a state, but in Argentina, that uh, moved first. Jujuy. 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 Go ahead, sorry. And they created this company called Canava, Sociedad del Estado, uh, and it's probably the, the largest cannabis grow, you know. They outdoor. are amazing. Yeah. I think what they did over there, they are like, Canava is an amazing company. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people confuse, uh, think it's like the governor's company or the governor's son's company, but it's a publicly owned company. Right. And, you know, it's, it's owned by the government, by the state. So it's owned by the people. I've always um, wondered why there isn't more state-owned cannabis enterprises popping up. Now, even the United States, state by state, you know? Well, yeah. Uruguay did the first model of them all, right? And it's based on that too, right? So it's, it's quite like, um, I, I don't know, uh, I think unique by so, the very least. So Argentina, what, and what happened? Did Brazil go backwards recently? Yeah, a lot. What happened there? It's like, it's like Rachel and Ross on Friends, same as in Mexico. <laughs> it's like, will there or won't they? Will there or won't they? It's like always just like going back and forth a little bit. They, they're not, like, we're not 100% sure. Who's Rachel? Who's Ross? <laughs> yeah, but Bolsonaro did a lot of uh, measurements like, like on the opposite direction. And that's like a major thing over there. Also, like a lot of, uh, a lot of ruling or, or controlling power in terms of, of what a government does, it's giving an agenda to certain topics right. and when you have like a conservative uh, a conservative conservative party in place like uh, like not giving an agenda to cannabis is one of the things that has kept us to from making any regulation on that direction right that's what's happening in Chile as well and Ecuador as well and many other countries you know there there is a program there is people that want to put like like regulations or at least immense you know in in the in the very case because most of the issues that are currently urgent for our community are persecution, you know, tell rather him, tell than... Tell what than happened a, with Dispensario Nacional. Can, can you tell them that case? That's an interesting yeah, of course. case. It's and, a very interesting it's case. Up. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, the, the, please. No, you, you, you go. It's your country. Okay, so our... It's your country. Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> so so every, every, every country has like, like a different landscape for this, right? So right. dispensaries in Chile started with Dispensario Nacional, which was the first association for medical patients, right? So people with a medical prescription could go there, you know, and tell to a certain community with a, with a, like an, what's the word for like a, la, la ONG? A non, like an NGO. Non, yeah, yeah, like a non-profit. Yeah, yeah a non-profit. So this is a non-profit organization that has a certain amount of, of patients 
and that's regulated as well. It can only be a certain amount. And they were, you know, uh, giving cannabis to uh, patients. Actual, actual patients, right? Like, then yeah. the uh, they get like uh, a complaint in the in the in the city hall, and so they get uh, raided by the police officers. They got into a judge uh, a trial, sorry, and they are found guilty. But not of traffic, not not because of traffic, because illegal growth. Because they realized that if they wanted to, uh, uh, like, uh, charge them with traffic, they would have have to go behind the doctors that prescribe that gave those pre pres prescriptions. Yeah, Sorry. They, they would be charged too. Exactly. So instead of that, they charge this guy for illegal growth of cannabis, and they send this guy to jail. And that's like like a very weird crime because there is no victims, right? So right, yeah. they just let him out, and it's been a major thing down yeah. there. And uh, so greetings to Luis Quintanilla, of course. How like long did he serve? Seventy days. Okay, yeah. wasn't too bad. The guy we just interviewed yeah. served like thirty-two years. <sighs> that was Rick Delesocio. Rick Delesocio. That is, yeah. that is terrible, man. But yeah. but but you know the reason why you know I told him hey, share this. It's it's a cautionary tale as well, on 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 what. Patchwork Rick Delicio, to. but his exactly. brand is Delicioso. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. No, but th that's very true. It's, what, it's a cautionary you, yeah. tale on what Patchwork, uh, you know, does. If, if we don't regulate cannabis the right way in Chile, you know, there's like like a court junctions and different things that yeah. that you know created a patchwork that allowed the medical cannabis uh, space to develop a little bit. But because the, but there there is no real law and and formal regulation. Exactly. Like a judge can just go crazy, wake up, uh, you know, in a bad mood one day and go like, you're going to jail for supplying patients with their medicine. In Argentina, for instance, in Uruguay, in Colombia, in many states in the U.S. as well, uh, they have a clear framework of how medical cannabis is supposed to work, right? You need to get certified by these kinds of professionals. You need to get this kind of card. You need to follow this process. This is how much cannabis you can have. This is how much cannabis you can process. This is how many plants you can grow at your house, right? Yeah, this no, is how it enough. can be I, sold. Yeah, I, I, at this point, after 10 years in the industry, I'm a free market guy. Mm -hmm. You know, all these regulations, the industry should be fighting, individuals within the industry should be fighting for less regulations in my personal limited licenses and licensing caps uh, keep people's hopes and dreams down yeah and I'd rather have yeah that's very non -liber libertarian if you ask me right yeah what what actually happened in California or Florida or, or those, those no markets, it, right? it's horrible people that understand the origins of limited licensing it's an economic abomination that has no place in human history I'm sorry we learned that after Europe and the kings and queens where they were entitled to all the power mm -hmm. and they controlled the supply chain so when you have that system developing in the cannabis industry and people aren't reflecting upon it and saying yeah. that's just wrong that kind of frustrates me at this point i've done a lot of manipulations a lot of laws in different states and different stuff uh in my 10 years but after i've enough reflection uh i will never support licensing caps and limited licensing again there needs to be competition there needs to be open markets i was telling the head of the unions the ucw and i'll say it again you guys are great workers rights compensation worker safety but what you really got to fight for is against li licensing caps and against limited licensing because these workers these employees they aren't stupid and they want to wake up in the morning walk in there and say the knowledge that i've acquired i now without government barriers to entry
can take my hopes yeah. and dreams and make something of myself. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And also, like, sorry, what, the, what, I, I got in my soapbox there. For no, a no, that is perfect, <laughs> man. But no, but what we've always, uh, what, what we've always dreamed with uh, as a community is a regulation that you know makes it's an echo of what we are. Uh, which is like free, right? Or, or we're, we're mm -hmm. searching for liberation, right? In in every way, that's what yeah. that's what cannabis means yeah. for so many of us, right. right? So we want a regulation that's an echo of that, not this thing that is like okay, all of a sudden I cannot work in the same industry that I helped to build, which I'm is I'm insane. We're all pragmatists here. Everybody here is a pragmatist as well. Yeah. But you know, but to hide from the truth yeah. is not. Okay. I mean, yeah. we, we, this is definitely ideological, and we can debate uh, how much regulation is needed to regulate medicine. The fact remains, oh, the legalization part, yeah. does mean regulation and do as you please. Regulations could be more lax, and actually, current regulations go against the ethos of America, right? Like, America right. is the land of the free, right? Argentina is different in that way. We are, <laughs> we are more prone to regulate right. stuff, to regulate we, we, work. We, to we spoke about labor, this, about right? our slogans. Remember, what, what was the one in Argentina? Oh yeah. Oh no, but the one in Chile <laughs> was terrible. <laughs> I mean, we got, Horrible. I, I like to say that the ethos of humanity, because you know we can't take credit for everything in America. <laughs> Freedom wasn't our idea; it was God's idea. <laughs> we, we, just, we just created a nice little system that was supposed to recognize it. But what the hell? We fucked that all up, anyways, right? Yeah. Just kidding. Hey, so guys, we gotta go because we are running out of time here, and my producer is like. Yeah. No, we, we he didn't like our jokes. No. He didn't like our jokes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. About exhibit next? Oh, yeah. Exhibit somewhere. Right here. Yo, exhibit. you got a tough act to follow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got tough. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a fan that of exhibit. That was a nice rap. But let's not way. undersell what you guys have to offer. If you're looking to have dinner with somebody, I don't know if you, you, you're consulted. If you just call them. I only, you, I, hamburgers only. I'm, I'm a hamburger it, guy. It, it, if I'm you want to learn. More importantly, how do people find you? And do you guys have what? What's the best way for people to follow your knowledge? How do people well do that? Envola, E N space uh, V O L A. That's our media. If you Google that, it's all over. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, Discord, LinkedIn, nice. everywhere. You can uh, look at our work over there. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Sign uh, up. Sign up. Check it out. Sign yeah. up, and then they will gather more knowledge and information from them and then they can also call you and get in touch with you on LinkedIn. And, Anything and, you and guys want. Yeah. You, and the best um, way to follow yeah. your thought process and your perspective. I mean, you can find me personally as Javier Jase. Uh, I think oh, you can right. see how it's spelled there um, uh, on every social network. If you speak Spanish, you en español, elplanteo.com. We are El Planteo on all social media. If you speak in English, benzinga.com slash cannabis. 40 articles a day. All you need to know about well, cannabis. Uh, if you missed MJ Biscon, just watch these emails and you know who to go to. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys. Thank you so much.